Hey, Zombros fans, we're also twisted back here for yet another one for a week of Zombros action. I'm joined by, once again, my co-host with the most, whatever adjective you want to put in this week, Johnny J 25 How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing real good. Um, good good Sunday morning for me. Ran nice. A, uh, ran a 5K today for uh, oh. Penn State's Dance Marathon. Oh! Um, so that was nice. That was fun. Oh my goodness. All right, all right. And we're also joined by a nice special guest today, Andy, who created the Kowloon Custom Zombie Map. Yes, hello, everyone. I'm glad to be here. A map, says, a map that's been making waves across the uh, across the community. Indeed. Yeah. Like a lot of people have been playing it. Yeah, they have. Now, John, I know we wanted to do announcements first before we dive deep into all the background on this Kowloon map and how Andy developed and made the map and all the stories behind the scenes. So let's get those announcements right out of the way to start the podcast. Yeah, so we got uh, the Zombros Pine Glasses. They're here. They are. Uh, Reed sent me a picture of them the other day, and it looked awful. Oh, no. Because it was... um. Whoops, sorry. What happened? I had the cameras in the wrong place because I was tweeting out everything. Uh, so the show didn't start with the cameras, right? He sent me a picture of them the other day and it looked awful because for whatever reason, when he texted it, it like compressed the image. So he's like, what do you think? And I'm like, I can't really see anything. Uh, but it looks yeah. pretty good on Discord. I'm going to look on my settings because I have another friend of mine that is on Android that always gets everything compressed to shit. So I wonder if I well, enable I a feature that compresses it to Android devices when I send them to Android. Android. Well, an no, Android does that in like back when I had an Android phone, Android just does that. Um, does it? Media over SMS is mm -hmm. really bad. It compresses it. But you, it should have just came normally. I don't know why. Yeah, I'm going to look uh, in to see if I have some setting ticked where I don't want data or something being sent. So that's mm -hmm. that's that's worrisome on me. Also, shout out to whoever on the show last week told me that one of the perk icons was like off with the rest of them. So then I was able to go back in and Photoshop and fix it before I had put the order in. That's so good. That was a... Uh, that was a clutch save. They should all be lined up now. Do they look lined up, Reed? Don't yeah. Tell, don't. <laughs> Absolutely, they are lined up. Uh, no, they should be. Um, we had a little. We we realized we ran into an issue with shipping these. Yeah. The last time we had gone through uh, the specific printing service to do the mugs, they all came individually packaged. They came with boxes. They did not come oh. individually oh, packaged. I no, I packaged them all. Oh well. Way to go, Reed. Um, these ones don't come with boxes. Uh, so this is going to delay us a little bit, but I did some research and I found a solution. So hopefully we should get these out relatively soon, but there will be a minor delay just because I thought these mm. were going to come with boxes, but they didn't. Mm. What's the review, Reed? Have you used one? I have not used it yet because I'm kind of the guy that wants to get everything out before I have a chance to enjoy any of them myself. I don't like to be the person that just like, oh, yes, I'll take mine first while everybody else has to wait. So that's my philosophy with a lot of my merchandise, which fills into my announcements really well, too. <laughs> Transitions. All right, well, that's the Patreon announcements. What did, what else did you have? Um, shipping updates. So I ordered shippers for all the flat posters. So if you ordered a cover of my wall bundle, a perk bundle, I've had a few messages now where people got their ether or chaos posters or combo packs, and then they go, hey, hey, 
Where's where's my perk posters? Um, I can't send them because I don't have anything to send them in. I ordered them on October 2nd, and they told me the latest they could come in was October 10th. It's October 13th. I've contacted the seller on Amazon. Hopefully, I'll get the shippers as soon as possible. If not, it's going to be further delayed until I have a way to ship it to you because I literally have no way of sending these posters to you if I don't have the shippers. So that should put your mind to rest at the very least that they're coming uh, as soon as I can get the stuff to send them out. Uh, next is I'm waiting on an Ether restock for October 14th. It is expected delivery. I have 115 orders left. So I have finished, I believe, uh, somewhere between 75 and 85% of all the orders have been sent out. I just am on the home stretch with 115 orders left. It's funny how that sort of ended up at 115 just when I ran out of all my shippers and posters. So nice nod to zombies there. And um, I hope to get all shipping done before I move on to anything else like making videos or... I mean, I, I want to make sure that this... Want everything gets shipped before I move on to any other projects or doing anything else. So this is the big holdup. And the pre-order deadline was October 14th. That's when they started shipping when you pre-ordered this stuff. So we're still ahead of the schedule, but I do think I'm going to fall behind because on the last day of pre-orders, John, I got over 100 orders on the last day. <laughs> That's that's a lot. It's a good problem to have, I guess. It is. It's always a good problem to have. But then it's like, oh, great. Now we're out of stock on everything that I projected, even the extra I projected. So, joy. They used coupon code JJ25 on the last day. Yeah. Yes, they did. That's, that's why you got a nice uh, little bump there at the end, too. So that should wrap up all of my shipping notes and every announcement I have for the time being. So let's get into the meat of this. Let's talk to Andy about his map, Kowloon. Yeah, so it's got to be, I'd say, a big relief to finally have Kowloon off your shoulders. Oh, uh, yeah. Big relief, God. I've needed a break for so long. That's what I was waiting for. I was like, come on, one more day, just one more hour of work into this, and I can finally relax. And the ending ended up not being that because I had to do a bunch of bug fixes. So I was like, well, I got another week of bug fixes ahead of me. Yeah, well, when you released the map, I remember I got like six or seven different versions from you, and they just they just kept coming. It yeah, because like, here's a fix. You were you were on top of that. You were like with this fly swatter swatting every bug. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Everyone's making jokes while you're on more top of it than Treyarch. But yeah, my community. <laughs> you really people, are. Yeah, people constantly DMing me different videos of like pile up spots or strafe jump spots. Spots I couldn't even imagine how someone actually could get there. I was, some of them was so perplexed. It's like, how on earth did you get to there? I was like, I, I was like, oh, I don't have to clip that off. Oh, someone's not going to be able to jump to there, and they did it. I was like. Wow. <laughs> Just wow. I'm surprised people were that dedicated to like trying to find ways to break the map, or I guess they're doing it accidentally, right? Actually, no. Some people purposely went out and bug like bugs like bug hunted for me. It was like wow, Oh, that's well, cool. Thank you. Yeah. I had a bunch yeah. at least like six or seven people dedicated to doing that and I, I highly appreciate what they did for me. That's awesome. Like when I when I was thinking about it, like when I play a custom map, you know, I'm just trying to like experience it. I'm not really out here like, oh, where's the Where's the where's the pile of spots? Yeah, so that's, but that's pretty cool that people do that. Yeah. Why don't you though in introduce yourself, like for people who don't know? So like, uh, so where can like people find you? And is, uh, you've been making maps like for a while now. So why don't you mm -hmm. why don't you kind of just give sure a sure. So my I'm gonna truth or Andy if you know me by Andy, but I've been making custom zombies maps for about six years now. I started on Call of Duty Four, but mm -hmm. I didn't really make anything back then, and I never actually released a World at War map. I never had the time or dedication to finish. But um, 
you can find my stuff on my Twitter, which I'm sure you plugged in the bottom, or I have mm-hmm. a Discord server with about over a thousand people in there now. And I usually will post my work on one of those like UGX or Mod Me or something sooner or later. But I just want to pan out all the bugs to make sure it's the best possible before I release it publicly everywhere. That's a really good idea. Good on you. Yep. Since my Discord, I can get direct feedback right away, which has been helpful because I had a, a whole channel dedicated to bugs on this map where I had people send videos and other things just so I can get and would basically just like close down on the bugs right away so I can fix them as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Well, I, in my first experience playing through this map, I was so tempted to constantly jump off ledges and see if I could <laughs> yeah, die. My first experience, I loaded in and I, I was looking, I'm like, oh, dude, we're totally going to have to jump off over there. And I, I went to the edge of the starting room and then I'm like, can you die? I have quick revive. So I go off the ledge. I instantly die. And I'm like, this is why John likes this map. A hundred percent. It's just die rise. I was, <laughs> did you, did I was you, instantly annoyed. <laughs> did you, everyone did everyone you calls I... it die rise 2.0. Yep. So it's funny. Yeah. The did good die rise people say. Did you do what I did at the beginning of the map where you, um, so you have like the ledge by the couch yeah. and to the left of the couch is another pathway that looks awfully tempting. Yep. And I think it's, I think it's actually part of the zip line if I remember correctly. Yeah. The zip line mm-hmm. platform. Um, but I, so my, my first attempt, I had actually made a jump where I had gone from that ledge onto what is the zip line platform. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, Oh, you can't make that jump. I <laughs> no. Like, did you, Origin- did you include that to troll people? Was that a troll? maybe originally you could actually like day one release in the map you could actually strafe around to get onto that platform but then i actually i changed it up so where the clip for the door to the zip line was all the way over there too so you physically couldn't get on there so once you buy that door it would allow you you could actually drop on there if you went back to spawn or vice versa so i changed that around because people were strafe glitching onto there and because you could technically there's only two zombie spawners down there mm-hmm. so that's actually a high round strategy for some people down there since you only have to worry about there's a spawner by the teleporter and there's mm-hmm. a spawner by the mp40 so you could sit there as a thunder gun or the Novagat and just train and just shoot because mm-hmm. i've seen videos of guys who've gotten the 163 on the map they sent me and i'm just <laughs> training really, there oh that, my gosh really my map's on uh zombie world records now for leaderboards awesome I, congrats i did i yeah. did, I well, did see you. that you made it on the zombie world records which that's I terrific yep. first e speed runs high rounds etc mm-hmm. so i like i like that they have custom maps now on zombie yeah world records. that um, is nice what maps do they have? I'm actually kind of, oh wow, they have like they have a, I saw Leviathan and a couple yeah. other Leviathan good ones on there. Sounds actually. about right. That's cool. I like that. That gives more exposure to custom maps. Absolutely. Exactly. I think that's going to be the future of the community, as who knows what the dark future is with Treyarch at this point. But uh, I see yeah. it very much like a Team Fortress 2 or one of those communities that just is consistent over time because of the dedication to their the modding network that people just keep it going. And I, I, I Zombies isn't one that you can churn out as much like you talked about world at war you just never got into that there was there was a lot to world at war and you were more into actually why why didn't you go into uh world at war versus bo1 jumping on because in my mind bo1 would be harder to script for than world at war but is that not the case i'm completely illiterate in this so let me know see for world at war i at the time i was only i was back in like early high school actually i started Mm -hmm. making maps in the end of middle school and yep 
I had a, I actually have a, a fully complete map that actually I made a video on, mm -hmm. just missing detail. But I kept getting these errors where I couldn't actually like compile the map, so it was so mm -hmm. frustrating that I'd give up. World at War indirectly is easier because if mm -hmm. you remember, these Black Ops mod tools are made by SC2 Dev. It's community made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So. Black Ops 1 is actually, I was one of the first people that helped test on the tools. Same with mm -hmm. the guys who created uh, Parish. And I mm -hmm. released Alptrauma, my first map back in 2016. Mm -hmm. That was the first BO1 map. But I don't know. I, I got more into Black Ops because I had I have so many map ideas. I have a lot of them written down, drawn out, designed, laid out, everything. I just don't have the time anymore to do it. Yeah. I'm, in college, I'm in college and I work two jobs. So I'm sitting here <laughs> trying to do this for my free time, basically, for fun. Well, that's awesome that you do it for your free time for fun but does that give you like a, an appreciation for how like treyarch churns out their maps or like an understanding oh, for like oh the gosh, teams they have to have yeah after this experience with making cutloon i i have upgrades grown such appreciate appreciation for the guys at treyarch and everything they do mm -hmm. i mean i know they have a team and i basically was a one-man team with mm -hmm. help from numerous other people who helped me scripted and doing other things but you you don't seem to realize how many aspects actually go into the map someone like oh i need to put an easter egg oh i need to put an easter egg song well now i need what features do i want do i want traps turrets what type of trap or what type of turret do i want etc mm -hmm. there's so many things that go into this you have no idea it's like wow i don't know what i got myself into at times i sit there but wow. here i am and now do you, you ever find that oh, go ahead. do you ever find treyarch like influences your mapping decisions like when so when you're laying out the map do you think to yourself like oh this is something that treyarch would do or do you try oh, to do you try to, 100%. Do you try to go away from treyarch how does that work for me, actually, yeah, I try to look into, well, how would Treyarch lay this out? How would they design this room and the aspects of going into it? This one, of course, was a remake of something they already did. So, mm -hmm. But when I designed this map originally, I, I had a lot more rooms into it, but time factor came into play. But basically, I'm like, well, where do I want this to start? Usually, well, in the map making, you want to, there's usually not really a conventional way to do it. I did it the backwards way. I was more worried about the features and everything. Usually, you want to map it out first block out etc etc so you have the layout of the map mm -hmm. but then you want to get into the rest of it i did it backwards and that wasn't that wasn't good but <laughs> yeah but i usually learned think it, right uh lesson learned yeah but i usually try to follow how treyarch did it because they well at least most part a lot of their maps flow very well it's a couple of them and i don't know about that but a lot of them like ascension kino that they, they fold yeah. They had a really good circular design to them. Mm -hmm. So that was when I tried to incorporate into Kowloon because I was like, well, how am I going to lay this out? A lot of it's like diorites where diorites, they use the elevators to get around. But I was like, I got to make like platforms and other things to get back around on the map so you can navigate it easily or mm -hmm. somewhat easily. But yeah. I'd say you had a successful job, at least from the limited playthroughs I had through this map. I was absolutely, I picked up really quickly on places I could train, places and how it had that circle effect with the zip line and going just all the way around the map. It very much yeah. reminded me of a classic Triarch Zombies map, and I very much enjoyed that. And there was multiple times while I was playing this map, I'm just like, oh, I remember zombies. It, it hit me with a lot of nostalgia of like how the game used to play, especially the two hits. The gameplay people are seeing right now, I turned on God and no clip, so I also really appreciate whatever mod, if you did that, or if that's just the modding thing in general, that enabled me they to do constant. 
Okay. Because yeah. because sometimes I try and do custom maps. I try to look into custom maps, and then the, it just you can't do console. It's like, oh, cheats are disabled for this, and just like I just want to showcase the map, please, <laughs> please. Exactly. Uh, um. So that this gameplay was an excellent example that I could also go test out those jumps earlier. I was just like, I think I can jump over there, and I I turn on God mode. I go to run. I just hit a wall. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, see, some areas on this map were, were obviously not playable because they're part of the campaign. So I had yes. to use my own imagination and design them. I changed a couple things around because, like, some some things that Treyarch did back in 20, 2010 were questionable mapping. I was like, oh, well, I don't know exactly why they did it like this. So I'm going to change it to this way or mm -hmm. I'm going to expand the room bigger. Like, the first room you jump in with the fridge, that room was beyond tiny in the in the campaign mission. Since obviously you're only really there to push the fridge and grab something with Clark, then you move on through. Yes. So I'm like, well, I'm going to expand it, make it bigger. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, well, there's a model. So I was like, well, this is a perfect window location. So I would mark that down. I'd draw that on a piece of paper. Well, this is where I want to put a window. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, now, how am I not? Originally, when I had the map during the beta testing, I had way too many risers. So I reduced that and put more windows into the map so i was like just to get a better flow because if there's mm -hmm. too many risers like people who beta tested they were complaining because they would run they just get absolutely wrecked because zombies are coming out of yeah. the ground all over you're just because you know how those you probably put in those corridors like, mm -hmm. i designed it so those are tight spaces if you're gonna stay there you're gonna get punished you need to move out of those areas go in the like the courtyard that's what the jump down area is for the second zip line mm -hmm. go in the courtyard go on the multiplayer part of the map where it opens up but there's also areas you can sit if that's not your type of play style. It's like mm -hmm. by the tough brew perk. That's why originally there was a window there. You could the zombies still spawn up there where they jump down there. But in the multiplayer, that's where a ladder is. You can climb up. Originally that was a window the zombies could hop. I was like, you know what? People are gonna probably sit here. So let's remove that and give oh, them that option. I I had I think it was by uh, the AK-47U or possibly another location. Um, yeah, by the seventy-four. Yeah, I saw. I, no, it might not have been there. It might have been uh, pushing out toward, like you know, where you can hop down from Speed Cola back down to like one yeah. of the main areas. Um, yeah, I was getting bridge, super. Yeah. Yes, yes, the bridge, Darius vibes there, like the catwalk, because I could see yeah. all the zombies running up the stairs, coming around, yeah. and I was camping. I'm just like, oh man, nostalgia's killing me right now. And and then yeah, that was my idea for them. Oh, the, perfect, yeah, Darius vibe. Oh, yep, you nailed it. Vibe. You absolutely nailed yep. it. Oh, yes. dude, see, this was what I liked a lot in this map, too, was like my curiosity was typically rewarded minus falling to my death, which was fine for yeah. trolling. <laughs> yeah. um, but like the fridge, I'm like, OK, there was the Easter egg in the main campaign where you could get the Thunder Gun in there. I wonder if we could actually get behind it and do something and then come to find out that eventually leads to Pack-A-Punch. I'm like, ah, that's yeah. that's terrific. Those well, are great details. Is. Have you, have you looked into the Easter egg? No, that's what I was going to ask about. I didn't have enough time because uh, I was no. I was having my own personal troubles with my installing of it all. Yeah. Uh, hints, give me hints or something. I saw the numbers. Uh, I just know it had something to do with the numbers, and then that was interesting. The numbers, yes. The whole mission. The numbers, <laughs> well, Mason. What do they mean? <laughs> I'll tell you. I So I, when I was doing the Easter egg, I yeah. accidentally, not accidentally, but um, I activated like the find the numbers sequence of the Easter egg. Yes. It, of a round yeah oh geez i don't know if you saw this read but when you do this everything goes red right goes red yeah and then you can see the numbers glow on the wall and there's i think a vignette around the screen so yeah it's very dark 
I couldn't see for shit. <laughs> that's what, that, that, don't worry, that's what and, everybody says. And yeah. the way I was, the way I was playing it too, I was, I was kind of like slouched in my seat. So if you can imagine, I had my monitor right in front of me, and mm. I'm sitting in my seat like this. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm blind now. <laughs> like, angle, I'm like, I can't see shit. So then I'm like, all right, now I got to actually sit up straight. Yeah. And get out of here. And then I see the numbers on the wall, and I'm shooting them, and I'm like, oh, okay, well. Uh, I should probably go find more numbers, but maybe I'll wait and do this after the round. Mm -hmm. I also didn't know if that was going to like just go away or it was going to stay like that until I hit all the numbers. Yeah, there's a 90 uh, second timer on that. You get 90 seconds to do it because I keep people saying, oh, it's 60 seconds. No, you get a minute and 30 seconds to do it. It's the it's the near death vision file from when you're in last stand. Oh, yeah. That's what I the red is. A, oh, it's dope. I think you made a good decision with uh, the timing of it, too. And this is yeah. actually where I really appreciated the flow of the map. Because I was, once I, I so I had to, I'm not that good at zombies, believe it or not. I had to look up a guide for the Easter Because <laughs> um, I couldn't find the third number. It was the third number that was killing me. Um, yeah. And the first two flowed really well into one another. And then once I found out where the third number was, I'm like, oh, I can just, while I'm on this path, jump down this one top, zip line. And then I'm yep. right there by it. And I, I really appreciated how well that meshed together where it didn't feel like I was running from one end of the map, then back to the other. Like I was very quickly able to make a logical path in my head of where to yes. go. So I, I yeah. like that flow there. See, I'm not much of an Easter egg guy. So I was like, I'm going to make this so I actually do it. The last Easter egg I ever did was buried. It's been so long. So I was like, I want to make it one conventional path where you can go up the stairs, run down, take a zip line. Or originally, I had made it so people had the difficulty if you can take the choice of the zip line or the fall down. Because when I first did the Easter egg myself, I fell off and I fell and hit the death. I fell off the side and I hit the death barrier. It was like, well, I was hoping to see more people do that, but people were smarter than me and I actually <laughs> took the zip lines. I like that. I, like I love Yeah, the but the whole Easter egg. egg yeah, go ahead. Yeah, exactly. The whole Easter egg was designed you're not going to believe it, this whole easter egg was designed in about 30 minutes between me and my scripter x sanchez i had more ideas but the time constraint and under his time constraint i was like you know we'll make something a little bit more simple and it's still a lot of people still enjoyed it because it gives that black house one vibe of an easter egg it's nothing mm -hmm. too difficult and it's nothing that is actually easy mm -hmm. so well, that's what custom apps should have relatively easy easter eggs yeah i agree ish like i don't I, I think if you're making a custom map you shouldn't go all out and make an easter egg as big as something that treyarch would make now that's oh, not I to encourage people from being creative and doing amazing things but I, I think with a treyarch map people are more dedicated to hunting out these easter eggs and so people will stay up all night hunting for them mm -hmm. but i'm yeah. not sure you get the same level of dedication with a custom map where people will maybe play it once or twice but they're not gonna they're not gonna stay up all night streaming to find the easter egg you know, so yeah. I think I think it actually helps to make it a little bit more casual friendly. See, some people are like they want that difficulty that Treyarch releases. They want mm. that. It's like I, that's that's not for me. But a lot of people were wishing my Easter egg was longer. A lot of people wanted that. I was like, well, under time constraints, I didn't have really time to do that. And other things, it's like I want something that you can hop in and enjoy and play. And give off a Black Ops one like a DLC five vibe. That's what I was literally going for. Mm. I want to. A lot of people even complain like how I had these custom round sounds made. It's like it's not Black oh. Ops the Pyrrhus. It's yeah. like, well, one of the first like things the, I liked about the damn map. Exactly. The plane coming over the top. It was fun. Yes. Oh, the plane was a great I was like, yeah. I kept it as pure as possible besides that. It's like this my sound guy, McBreeze, and I'm sure mm -hmm. he's going to tune in sooner or later, but he did an awesome job on the game over sound, the round sounds. He even made some ambient sounds. 
and even the loading screens on he, he does phenomenal work and i really appreciate the stuff he did for me mm-hmm. i was getting some real call of the dead vibes with the music well thank you yeah i, I agree too that's what i was, I was kind of going for mm-hmm. a bit of that too i was going based off the, i just love the the ambient music from the campaign mission so that's what the loading yeah. screen it was a remake of that yeah it's a, it's just it's like wow it was just surreal screen, dude. Did uh did Sandra make that? So, yes, the guy who drew your posters, John. Yeah, drew, I thought he that. drew, I thought he drew that my was... loading screen because that's how I actually met him through seeing your work. I was like, oh, who is this guy? I gotta get him to draw my loading screen. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he He's great. So he drew it. Yeah. Yeah. I really appreciate that he drew that for me. It turned out amazing. Yeah, shout out to Sandro Sullivan. He's the guy who did uh like my poster pack and he did the art for this. Uh check him out, guys. He does some really good art. Absolutely. Awesome. Oh man. That's uh, it's so cool to hear the the back end and your decision making process on this map too, and going in cold to the map. It's it's so fascinating to see all these things that you're going for that you absolutely are checking off the list. For those type of hardcore fans, I feel like you've also gotten nice sample of like what Treyarch deals with the people being wanting harder Easter eggs or something on in different like a purist. You experience the purist as well. Don't change the game. You experience the people that want the longer Easter eggs, and I'm sure you have a plethora people pulling you in a bunch of directions but there's something to be said about listening to all those it never gets done right and you just made the decision to actually create something get something out there and make while it's so much easier to sit in an armchair and be like hey you know you could have did this 10,000 ways better it's like yeah but then it never gets done and what you have is a finished product that you can be proud of which I think you should most definitely be of this Kowloon map I like how it's also not just the campaign map ripped and then you threw zombies in. I mean, this is a true like remaster, redesign on the functionality of how this map flows, works with the way that certain areas, like you said, were completely redesigned from the ground up or moved around and, and made for fun. And that's something I feel like Treyarch has maybe lost the vision of from time to time because they focus on how can we make this challenging for them not to solve? How can we make the Easter egg hard? How can we make the replayability longer where your main focus uh, from what I am gathering from this conversation we're having is it was more fun oriented that you want to be able to have someone jump on, play the game, maybe run through the Easter egg and just have a a positive experience with your map. And that might be a simpler philosophy that many other mappers and Treyarch themselves might want to implement in their maps. Exactly. See, when I, I personally, I miss the world of war and black ops one golden days. That's, that's what I love. That's why I was like, I want to mm-hmm. make a map for this game. I, I like BO3, and I'm not the biggest fan of BO4, but I, mm-hmm. I also BO2 is pretty good. But I just love BO1 in general. It's like, mm-hmm. I want to make a map that, just like the old days, you'd hop on your PlayStation, your Xbox, or your computer, you get in a call with your friends, and you can just play. You're not thinking about doing all these other things, or you're not yeah. complaining, oh, this is too tedious. It's like, oh, I have to do all these steps to turn on the power, and I can just walk over here and flip the power switch, and it's on. That's what Black Ops 1 was so good at. And it's funny watching people go back and play, like you said, about the two hits and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, wow, this map's so hard and stuff. It's like, when you get, remember when you started playing zombies, you figured you over time playing the map, you learned the areas to go and not to go. Like, you don't sit in certain areas on like Ascension or Kino. You know that's just going to be a death trap if you went there. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was, what people to do for Kowloon too. Is like, well, maybe I should go over here opposed to sitting over there. Like, the area is going to the power is probably where the skinniest and the tightest part of the map is. So just like map, the... 
pretty much always stay on the top roof for the first three yeah. to four rounds, build up a decent bank of points, and then once I'm there, I'll jump down and then move my way over to like speed cola, or I'll work my way over to the uh, the camp the multiplayer section of the map. Yeah. See, I originally had I, it. Where... I avoid those hallways though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I don't stand those hallways either. When I when I was baited when I, when I was making and testing, I was like, man, these people are just gonna get wrecked in these hallways. So I was like, I wanna I wanna make it so they don't want to stay in there and everyone always complains well why didn't you make them wider why didn't you make them this i said well this is how it was in the campaign and i i will expand it a little bit mm -hmm. on the width wise but no but um but yeah it certainly though making it makes getting to pack a punch like a little bit more of a challenge like yeah. i'll either go when i have a crawler or like when i have a moment to breathe but like definitely no mid-round pack of punches that's for sure uh, that no <laughs> yeah I, I i that's where originally i wanted the pack of punch to be i had other ideas for locations but i was like mm, i don't i think it's like this is a perfect just this, this, the ode to the campaign easter egg so i was like this is perfect location but some things like that room when you jump down if you bought enough to get let's say 1250 i made the decision do you want to buy the kippers or do you want to buy the door those mm -hmm. came in the factors and play that's what that's why that's why like you said you stayed in the spawn room for a couple rounds of say just like how zombies used to be you just don't nope. buy it like people are so used to now just buying the door runner right away oh i'll just make more points to just keep buying through all the doors then get my weapons yes black ops black ops one was the opposite you really want to get your weapons first then they buy the rest of the map 100 percent. i immediately experienced that it was a wonderful learning curve coming back to these i was so rusty and i was also going between controller and mouse and keyboard i actually ditched the controller because i was having so much issue with the gamepad uh, i found myself more comfortable with keyboard and mouse for the first time in in recent memory but uh, i was trying to buy doors and push my way into the next area i didn't even see the wall by when you make the long jump in by pack-a-punch in this area i'm about to do it on screen here we go we awesome effect but then i'm in this room i have nothing i'm so used to having my mog or whatever starting class i have from world war ii zombies or bo4 zombies in here oh no 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 yeah. i was dead to rights inside this room i had no shot and instantly yeah, got murdered I was in there for with it my m14 just like fighting for my life and it was like oh fuck next game i'm waiting to come here yep Yep. yep that leap of faith though gets me every time love um, it every time i do it i'm like i don't think i'm gonna make it <laughs> like I, I don't think i've ever not made it but every time i'm like i'm like this i'm cutting it real close see originally in the campaign the leap of faith is actually tactically a little farther away but, but they give you the slow-mo effects and everything so mm -hmm. i i decided let's just move the building a little closer so originally i actually had it pretty far away to the point where if you had an lmg or you went you were not going to make the jump. So I was like, well, I got to move. I got to move this closer. So you can, even with LMGs, you can barely make the jump. Mm -hmm. But don't worry. I missed the jump numerous times. I have a lot of funny videos between friends and eyes where they would stand on, they would stand on the, on the edge there and wait for me to jump down. So when I jump, I'd miss it and bounce off them and mm -hmm. land in the death barrier. But yeah, no, the leap of faith was, it was a good gameplay decision. Definitely. In, my, in my opinion, definitely. It, it sets the tone very early on. Mm -hmm. And it also like if you're if you're like me and Reed on our first couple playthroughs, just kind of just go gung ho into it. Like uh, making that leap of faith right there is very gung ho, and then you get to the bottom and you're like, ah, oh, shit, I'm punished for this. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you know when you first started making the map that that was going to be like one of the opening moments of the map, or is that something you had kind of came to as you had developed it? 
the minute I started making the map, I was like, I, I have to have this leap of faith in there. It's like, it's just like, I was like, this is perfect. Like the starting area is almost like secluded from the rest. Like you go and you start up there. Mm -hmm. What, what, what's the other purpose in going up there besides getting quick revive and stuff? Yeah. I was like, I want to make it. So you jump down when you jump down, you're like the whole other part of the map. And then the, the spawn room is kind of like its own thing. Almost. Mm -hmm. It's hard to describe how I, I thought about this. This is something I only really felt like as I was learning the map, but when I would lose Quick Revive early on and I was still exploring and discovering everything on the map, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, how do I get back to that roof? Yeah, that's where, what everyone says. Where is Quick Revive now? And eventually I found found the zip line and the teleporter to get back up. But those first few downs, I'm like, uh-oh, this is, uh, hopefully it's not my only Quick Revive. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I want, I thought about like, you know, on the mission, you go up that ladder. I was like, well, do I put stairs and make it go back up that way? Or should I just put a teleporter? That was another gameplay mm -hmm. decision. It's like, I know I already have a ladder in the map, but that causes some issues. I'm still actually have to fix because I have one more patch coming out for this map with a bunch of fixes. Mm -hmm. But that ladder for that would cause some issues. I was like, you know, the five teleporter would be perfect. That was, if I had one gameplay decision change, I'd actually have more teleporters around the map to take you to different locations just for a quicker access opposed right. to having to run everywhere. That'd be the one thing I'd change if I went back and really redid everything, but mm -hmm. I'm happy with what I have now. So, yeah, I, I it was one of the questions I was curious about and you went ahead and answered it was the, how you felt about the transportation on your map. Because when I was playing through it, I, I did get that feeling like there, there could be a little things to make it faster. I'm such a stickler for how fast you can get around, but the zip line ability and then the teleport right back to spawn really calmed me down when I was starting to be like, all right, how, how long am I going to have to run? How do I get back? And Oh, cool. Now it, again, it hit me right into that flow of like a Kino der Toten map. That's where I really was like, Oh, I'm, I'm cool. I'm chill here. This isn't origins. Yeah size type of map I, i'm no. on board <laughs> it's pretty manageable honestly navigating the map it's not bad yeah it See, fits when, in that good medium yeah so when you when i was making it, i was like well i want to make sure at least every area there's at least to get back so go down the ramp you can go left or right go up the ladder so when you look into those in gameplay design you want to make sure there's multiple different access points to get to different areas that's some things like the modern Treyarch zombies maps are kind of missing that where it's like like blood of the dead when you go trying to get back to swan you basically unless you don't take that teleport you're gonna just gonna have to run through that gateway every and then time you're gonna get every time yeah, yeah. um so, i sincerely appreciate you putting in ladder functionality that was something that i was super static about where i'm like hey i want to go up this ladder and i as no, i start I climbing ladders. right well, in, well inside uh, treyarch games it's it's a mess every time i, I go to a ladder always, it never works i always walk around the ladder I, I always no but i never climb up that ladder because i'm like i'm gonna climb too slow and the zombies are gonna hit me i'm scared of using the ladder so i walk around it See, I see people having yeah. issues with the ladder. Like I see, oh. I saw Noah Noah Jay's video where they they try to jump on the ladder and they yep. can't go up it. I'm like, what? Why? I literally, at least keyboard and mouse, you can walk up that ladder easily. Yeah, but like other Noah's people, not, like Noah's a bad gamer. The bad gamer. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to tell him that. The worst gamer. I'll have to tell him that. Same with Lex. He was trying to climb up that ladder, and he, like he he like they got to the midpoint, and like they get stuck there, and like it wouldn't go up, and they're like freaking out, and they're trying to jump off, and the zombies are coming to kill him. I'm just laughing. It's like, man, I never had any issues when I when I made sure I put it in there. <laughs> so one of the things I know just from talking to you behind the scenes is that this map was a long time coming. 
So, so yeah. you've been working on this for three years, you said? Three years, yeah, nine months. Three years and nine months with tons of setbacks. So the first setback was, mm-hmm. you guys probably know, unfortunately, my house burnt down in April of 2017. Ugh. So I fortunately had, I was able from the fire to get the drive back, which I had about, at that time, I had about a year's worth of work into it. Mm-hmm. But I was gone for nine months there. So that sent me back nine months. But during those nine months, I was planning more features out and everything. I was like, sure. well, when I get my PC back and I'm out of this hotel and something livable and I have my computer built again, mm-hmm. I'll get working on these things. And then about March of this year, like I said, I basically had a hard drive crash and I lost the map like a Basically, I was trying to save the map. I was actually working on the last area before mm. released at that time, right where that window hop is by the MP40. That was the last area I had to finish. And um, the hard drive crashed. Like, basically, Radiant just, like, froze. And then I came back, and half of the map was deleted. I thought I had turned off filters where, like, you couldn't see structural brushes or detail brushes. I'm like, oh, no, the map just, like, is gone. I have pictures on my Twitter of it where it's just gone. I was... Oh. I was devastated i was like and people are like well why don't you make backups and stuff i i was very <laughs> naive you, Captain i was Foresight. naive <laughs> yeah. yeah i was like i was very naive to doing that so mm-hmm. i was like my latest backup i had at the time was from december 20th of 2018 so i was like that was fortunately it wasn't too much different but mm-hmm. i had a lot of the vista which is outside the map all those buildings i had all that done and then one of the last like mapping decisions is where Amomatic is that whole area originally it was only supposed to go to where that one switch is the one of the last switches in the multiplayer area but I mapped that last area for the last decision like last, last ditch mapping effort basically if you think about it mm. but I was like well now that I really don't have time constraints here I was like well now I'm really gonna I'm like well I'm gonna tell these people they're ready to play I just released the maps trailer which is already at the time about 100,000 views all these people are excited and like now I'm gonna have to come out with the news I'm gonna have to delay this for who knows how many months but I was like this time I'm not gonna put a date down how long this is gonna take mm-hmm. but yeah basically I had a let's see let's see if you had to go there about 14 months worth of delays oh. the house burning down and uh, that really set the map back but I guess I it's you though for sticking through it. Absolutely, yeah, that's, that speaks a lot volumes of times... about you. Yeah, and if that's yeah, not there's... a reason for people watching, if that's not a reason enough to go play the map, like do mm-hmm. like the amount of the amount of time and work that's put in the setbacks, absolutely do play it if you have the opportunity. Yes, I would. After that, after I lost the map file and I started again, I was on basically. Let's see, I'd put in about eight to twelve hour days worth of mapping to take it back to where it was, <sighs> and those days I got beyond unmotivated where i wouldn't work on it for like a week to three weeks mm-hmm. but then i'd get like you know i'd get that like spurge just to go back and map 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 and just continue working on it i mean i'd be exhausted from school or work but mm-hmm. it's like i want to get this done with i just want i had a dream of always releasing a trailer quality map so i was like i gotta finish this and there's people banking on me i already invested some of my own money into this to pay some of the people helping me mm-hmm. I, I gotta finish this i gotta finish this oh I my owe gosh it to the people I'm so glad you got to do it, though, dude. Oh, this is wonderful to hear. Yeah, at one point, I was just like, I have the build before the build before I lost the map. I was like, do I release it? I was like, so demoted. I was like, I'm just going to release it. I just don't care. But then Greg, Greg FPS is like, you should finish it come on who cares how much time it takes just finish it Mm -hmm. same with the relaxing end, which I never even told you. But originally, this map was was created and like 
you should do this was by Lori or the relaxing end. So you can thank him. He's the one who told me to do this map back in 2016. You know, that after makes playing a lot my of first sense. map. <laughs> that makes a yeah, lot of sense like, when he was going mod crazy the, back then. He's the only one who hasn't played it yet. I've talked and he's like, oh, we'll get to it. But he's like, he's the one's like, you should do Cullen. You should do Cullen. And I'm like, you know what? Fine, I'll do it. He's mm-hmm. like, do it. You have, the, you, have the, you have the ability to do it. I was like, you know what? I will. That's awesome. So yeah, he's the one. He's the one who told me around Christmas of 2016 I started on this. And it took the 2019 to finish it, but that's all right. Have you seen read the trailer for this map? I know I linked. I saw it in the and back in the day. Actually, I'm I'm almost certain I remember it back in the day because the iconic plane flying over still sticks in my head to this day. That's why this was all like a wave of nostalgia too. Being like, I thought that map came out a long time ago, and then as you clearly explained, March. Yeah, and it was. I, I think is that the. Was there was there a trailer from back in 2016 or? Uh, no, trailer. I had a teaser. I made a te- my own teaser trailer trailer in 18, and then I had a teaser from the trailer in 2016 made by the guys at Motion Arc. They're great. Mm-hmm. They make great trailers. For, I mean, the official trailer maps and other things. I, I highly appreciate them doing it with me. I and say, I highly... this trailer is as good as a Treyarch trailer. Yeah, all those ideas actually were curated from me. I came like, all right, I want this is how I want to put this trailer together. I had this all planned out for about a year. How some shots didn't turn out, but some shots, a lot of that was designed and thought of by me. And there was a lot of we put it, let's say probably two, three weeks worth of shots and filming into that to get the to, sh- to get the perfect angles, to get everything. It was a lot of fun making, a lot of a lot of good memories there. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. This is how the map first came up on my radar. It was uh, it was through this trailer that you dropped back in March. Um, yeah. And I, as soon as I saw this, I was incredibly excited because Kowloon is one of my favorite multiplayer maps in Black Ops 1. The campaign mission such a classic one. Mm-hmm. Like this, yeah. I, I saw this and I'm like, absolutely, yes, 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 yes. Yes. And a lot of people who haven't been here around those that originally woods was voiced by james c burns himself all he had more lines for my map than he had in the campaign <laughs> he recorded but basically what's unfortunately set that off that activision told him no you can't do this was when i ported over well a friend of mine ported over the black ops 2 view hands from the campaign mission because that's the ones you play as is from the panama mission the throwback mission in the black ops 2 campaign yeah but activision saw that and they came knocking on his door at 5 a.m with their lawyers saying you you need to tell him right now to remove this so at the time i was going to someone's birthday and i got a dm from james like uh you need to call me quick i'm like oh okay this is not going good so i picked up my phone he's like yeah you need to delete every video everything you have of this because I wasn't allowed to do this. I'm really sorry that I can't be the voice in your map. So here I am, like, not, I'm like three hours away from my computer and I'm way up in northern part of my state. And I'm like, yeah. all right, I'll get it done this weekend. Just tell your lawyers and tell them that I'll do it. And I had a, I kind of kept it quiet, which is kind of my mistake, but I was protecting James. So I kind of went with, oh, yeah, I got seized and desists like he did, but he's the only one that really got in trouble for sure. it, not me. So I kept it quiet. So in return to him being sorry, he sent me a call to dead poster signed by everybody oh. he had personally. Oh, oh but yeah, it, I had a I wrote a lot of the lines he said, and mm-hmm. actually I had a community Reddit thread back in seventeen uh-huh. where I was like, "Give me some line ideas for all these things," and he recorded them all. I oh. wish you guys could. 
you can actually still find one video of it. Um, what's his name? What's that one zombies use news channel? I'm blanking on it. Uh, God Zombie HQ. Yeah, he has a video still where there's one of the quotes he recorded for me that's still on there that he's allowed to keep up. But yeah, I had a lot of really cool quotes like that Richthofen painting in my map was supposed to be. We're supposed to say a quote from Woods, him saying like, "Who the fuck is Richtoff and who the fuck is this Kraut or whatever." <laughs> oh, I, so good. I, I can still, I can send you the dialogue, like all what everything you're supposed to say, so you can read through them. They're pretty funny. A lot of them that yeah, came up. Yeah, please. With. And the thing was like James really put effort into like he said each quote in three different ways. Oh and everything. yeah, I mean, that's he, the that's process. Awesome. He did. A, he He's, gave you a professional sent, process. Yeah, he sent it through Treyarch's sound quality guys, so it sounds like identical to if it was supposed to be in the game. And I oh. had uh, Luna, Luna, one of Greg's friends, Luna yeah, Tech, yeah. He, was cut, he was cutting up all the sounds for me and stuff. And he got halfway through it. I mean, one of the funniest quotes was I didn't, I took a Dempsey quote, and it was one of them like, I'd rather put my fist to your face, or um, James said, I'd rather fist you. It was just so funny the way he said it. The, like so much emphasis it was a meme in my community for a while that oh, was like, i'd rather fist it. he screamed it really Dude, loud one of the things i was thinking during our conversation today was the fact that you didn't have to deal with the pressure of a publisher to get the game out during your delays and then oh, you take yeah. me down this path where they go and then still f mess with this map they still had yep. to get involved they still Which ruined the map not ruined it, but like it could have been more. Oh it my was the god! Hands that got them on. It was the hands that like got them on your radar, and then it was the voices that they were like, "Oh no, no, can't do that." Yeah, they saw the hands that I tweeted at James that like, "Oh look, I got new hands in and stuff," and then that tweet set it off. And like, he was really mad. Like, we had a big conversation. He's like, technically, they Activision owns his voice, and his real voice yeah. is the same voice as Frank. So. I wasn't. What if, what if you just? What if you just changed his name, made him? Uh, yeah, that's right. what I said. I said, I said what if I just like no, because they own my voice. It's kind of dumb. I'm mean, having you record a voice for a character in the game you played, and it just sucked because I had all these amazing lines. Like it would have gave him a, a huge personality. So in the ending, I was stuck using the blackout quotes and the, and the campaign quotes that I spent hours with the guys at Motion Arc cutting up and by folder categorizing okay so this is the power of quotes this is this mm -hmm. and i had i mean i had all that like perfectly done i could have literally just cut cut and paste in the black ops when i had the quotes from james himself it would have gave my map a lot of like uniqueness to it definitely least, that would have been a big way to differentiate your map and set it apart from everything else in uh, the custom mapping world that sounded wonderful and that's super frustrating i can't that's like wwe level like uh the rock the character for the rock wwe owns that or any of the characters on there they're all contractors so the way they do it is they vince mcmahon can own any of those type of uh identities so john cena can't be john cena even though that's his yeah. freaking name like if he ever shows up as john cena and something else he has to be different than the character wwe owns of john cena even though it's him and his personality and uh that 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 stuff is just a hindrance to uh the creation of art and that's super frustrating or the expression of ideas and the, like your creativity towards this map it could have been a lot more Ugh. Ugh. exactly 
It was so it, it sucked. What you can continue, sir. Oh no, I was just curious. How did you how'd you get how'd you get James on board like the project? You just yeah. reached out to him and he was like, So basically it started out with a tweet like, Hey, I'm making this custom zombies map, whatever. He's like, Oh nice, whatever. And continue. I was like, What would I do to get you to voice lines through my map? He's like, All right, fine. Whoever we'll we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll run a we'll run a thing. If you can if you can get a hundred don't dollar donations for wounded warrior project i'll do it i'll voice the whole character oh. anything you want oh, and we i put it on reddit and we got surprisingly you're gonna laugh like we got 115 dollars worth of donations in an hour oh. so 115 and he's yeah. like wow you couldn't believe it so he's like all right fine let's do this i'll get it all set up in my studio and record this and basically he made all these lines he sent them all over me just not even cut up he just read word for word even categories like all right this is to be the power up quotes and he would read them and like he it was really cool some of them because he like he'd sound like really toned and then he'd get to really get into woods character screaming like when woods is all up in the action mm -hmm. like in the black ops one campaign it was really cool to see that and like it's just a shame you guys will never be able to hear these because it, they were amazing same with he was going to get me in contact with the guy voiced Weaver since, but after that happened, I could have had yeah, a custom I mean, Weaver and ugh. James and was quotes. Sucks I couldn't get in contact with Gary Oldman or any of them, but it would have been amazing mm. to have this. It didn't kept my map. It would put my map above a lot of other maps that have been created in uniqueness. Having the actual voice actors yeah. on board. I wonder That's, if time uh, sentiment will change that and it'll become more lax, and then we might see people that still celebrate the black ops series when call of duty fades into the the back that the voice actors can have more leeway with doing this stuff where activision still has the legal legality to you know come down hard like they did this time but they just choose they will choose not to in the future because it's not going to be as as big a deal in the future for that type of stuff um it, it's something i could i hope for because you know they gave that wonderful send off for the voice actors for the tog der toten map It'd be nice to see if there could be more really cool things because this was, I mean, he, would, he did it for charity and then he's, he's doing all kinds of quotes and this was pro bono and just doing something for the community to enjoy and have. Uh, that's all such a good story. That's, it's, um, uh, mm, 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 mm. it was even more of a shame because he made a quote for that, tra our trailer. Like it was supposed to be like, originally the trailer was supposed to start out with an inner trail cinematic with him talking with holding a commando mm -hmm. and then it was like we're slaying zombies and it was going to cut into the trailer then into the gameplay it was supposed to be something really cool i told him all on the phone how it was designed out and stuff he's like you're welcome to the big leagues kid and all this other stuff he was congr congratulating me and everything mm -hmm. he still doesn't realize this is only on pc because he said he wished he had an xbox to play this i said well you have to get a computer <laughs> together to play this uh, but it was pretty cool and just in general to get him on this project. Like the fact he actually took time out of his day mm -hmm. to do that for me was, I, I really appreciate that he did that. He still wants to play a playthrough in the map with me. I don't know. Oh, he got a video call or something. Yeah. I got to yeah. get him. I got to get him on there. But I also, for my Easter egg song, I try, I wish Kevin wasn't, Kevin Sherwood wasn't contracted to Treyarch because yeah. he was really, he's like, oh, I would love to write a song for your map. But the guys that we are the empty, they're pretty cool guys. They actually let me. My Easter egg song is copyright free, so you could use it in a YouTube video and oh, stuff. Oh, really, dude! So I, I got did like the Easter egg song. That was good. Yeah, that song I knew about it for about four to five months pre-release. So I was like, hey, do you guys have any like good songs? Like, oh, this song, this song's perfect for your map. Listen to it. Let me send it to you. Here's the master copy. I was like, perfect. I'm gonna add this in my map, and 
those guys, Kenny and them all, we're going to have a playthrough soon when he flies back to his parents' house. So I'm going to play with the band through Kowloon. It's going to be a pretty good time there. That's terrific. It's pretty awesome. For my next project, they, they said any future projects, if you want a map Pacific song, they're willing to write one for me. So oh, my next dude. big project is going to have an exclusive song. I will bring that cat out well, of the bay. you're talking about that. That's a good uh, question we hear on the old docket. Now that this has had pretty much, uh, or it has had some really good feedback from the community, you've experienced quite a lot of nice success with this map and positive sentiment. What's next for you on this journey? What, what's your, what's... are you doing another map or is, is this an experience enough to be like four years? I'm good. I don't need to jump down this rabbit hole again. Or has it bitten you with like, you know, this was worth it. I'm proud of what I did. I'm going to do something else. Well, so basically I have, I have a whole storyline written out for these characters. Oh. I worked with some guys who, who wrote the Black Ops 1 marketing campaign for GK Nova back in the day. They helped yeah. me write the story out with me. Uh-huh. And right now I have a smaller project that's being worked on. I will say it is from Black Ops, but not the comp- not the Black Ops we know. It's mm. going to be a map pack. Okay. But my next big project that is in the line, I will say, let's see, I'm going to put a little hint. Yeah, Step one keep... is to sec- secure the keys. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Secure the keys. Yes, I have mm. the whole map laid out with some pretty good features. Mm. And it's, it's been, it's begun development a little bit. And if I get time to finish it and continue, then yes, that will be the next map in the storyline. Oh, that is a splendid idea if it's the map I think you just hinted at. I think that's yes. something people have been crying for forever highly requested highly requested by many people and i have some pretty good ideas for it so oh. it's, if i get time to do it, it it'll be fun oh i, I have look the whole forward map. to that i have all the features planned out and I, this time i'm doing it right i'm gonna mm-hmm. tease it right do everything right I had features mm-hmm. easter egg everything's all planned out i just gotta find the people and the time and the resources to do it just make sure you have a backup system this time. Uh, yes. Yeah, I make sure I'll, I'll turn on autosave and stuff. So make sure nothing goes wrong here. Mm-hmm. I don't need that again. Yeah, that, well, that yes. sounds exciting. And I wish you the best of luck on that. And I can't wait to see that release and development and teases as it comes along. That's awesome. Yes. It's going to be great. I love, the, I, I love, though, how like all these different like pieces of the community have like come right? together in parts for this like you had to get like and, and it's like threat like you got you got james Byrne on it you got you've got like people from the old gk marketing campaign oh. like it's it, it and you like kevin sherwood's out there like oh i would have loved to have made something like it, it feels like to me the people who are like involved in the world of black ops are really interested in the like are really passionate about it you know yeah yes like there is there is much about like doing their job as they are also like furthering the community you know you know it's a shame too that activision doesn't lean into this because this is awesome pr for them if they ever instead of shutting it down decided hey wait a minute let's put this on a platform and really start pushing it i know there's a liability issue and you play that game, right? I mean, if you start making things that are super inappropriate, that's the line. That's why we can't use his voice. You can't use the models. These aren't for you to do and all that type of stuff. You have an oversight for that. Have somebody because this could have been a huge win in, in the community and they could have turned it into another great point to raise money. They could have been like, well, we raise 115 bucks an hour and then all of a sudden 
turned out like, hey, we threw some little things, not even on our time, not on Activision Treyarch time. They were doing this outside and you were doing it all by yourself. They could turn it around and been like, look at this new map, you know, friend of ours, uh, James C. Burns ended up voicing the map. And you know what? If you want to download this map, consider donating to the vet and see what that would have done. And people could have easily got behind that or even COD vets like they promote for everything. They hide behind that as a great way to be like, hey, at least you're doing something positive inside this very uh, controversial <laughs> world of the game industry and how they handle things. If, if uh, Activision Blizzard's recent controversies are any indication of the PR nightmares they're dealing with right now. It reminds me a bit uh, of when they were shutting down uh, the holiday album that yeah the, uh, the yeah that, yep then all the voice actors yeah the they thing is when you, everything you make in their tools actually become their property so like my custom wonder mm -hmm. weapon the nova get actually became their property which i mean if you think about it, it kind of sucks but yeah like it's not like i'm selling this map to anybody i did this out of passion on my heart so like and james did it too it's mm -hmm. like why can't you guys just like let this go like i really wish I really wish I worked there just to say, come on, guys, I do this for I do this for fun. I'm making this. Yeah. This is for the people to play. You should just let this let these people enjoy it. I let, I, I think that's the line that is the, that's the line you draw in the sand where it's like, are you trying to make money for it? I remember there was a map back in the day where someone was like, you can donate to my PayPal to get the map, or you know, it's like I put all this time and I sacrificed all this to get into the map, and just like you guys need to buy some money to get access to the map. And to me, that's crossing the line because it's like these aren't your assets. Calm down. You might you may have created some assets in there, but this is all Treyarch's end. They invested all this money to create this world and these assets, the engine, everything you can do to make this map. That doesn't take away the effort you put into it, but as soon as you cross that threshold of being like, this is my product and I'm selling it now, that's where I think Activision has the liability to be like, okay, no, 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 you need to stop what you're doing. What you've done here is is not. It's it's basically charity for their game to add more content in a way that would get people more excited to want to buy it. I mean, how many people in chat have said, I'm going to go buy, I would like to go buy a PC right now just to go play this, which means they have to purchase Black Ops 1 because of this labor of love that you've done so that's that's the double-edged no, sword right of, no of doubt. the only reason world at war is still selling today is because of a, such an active modding community yes absolutely exactly. i had numerous people tell me and numerous people tell me i'm buying bo one and pc getting a pc just to play your map like i it's so surreal to hear that from people like i don't know how to describe that it's like wow just for something i put together you want to get all of that like i really appreciate the people who came out and said all that to me that really kept me going to keep making things in, in general. Just that's terrific. And I mean, that's, I remember when I was young and when I saw that world at war on PC had custom mobs mods, that was one of the things that I was immediately obsessed about. And I was like, I need to do anything I can to now get this game for PC, even though I've already bought it on all these other consoles, I got to make sure to get this other experience of zombies. Cause it was one of the best experiences out there in the sense of it expanded the the palette of maps we had available to us at this time there was only four maps released and that's how maps like uh you always win got so large because it was just this wonderful time of, of exploring these 
very creative takes on Call of Duty Zombies, and I think that get, really helped grow the the labor of love and like the ground up experience when Treyarch didn't have the marketing money when they couldn't go out there and be like here's our brand new zombies experience for years they were always the uh, third unwanted child in the Call of Duty franchise until it really hit it big in BO3 and BO4 got that marketing because BO3 was such a success so it's it's all in all I I think I many people would love to say thank you to you and all the mappers out there that spend all those tireless free hours just to so we can load it up play it one or more times to say hey that's fun i I got a lot of enjoyment me and my friends played that map and we got a new memory out of something we really enjoyed so thank you for the effort you put into this because creatively it's so much respect to you for being able to push through this process with all those roadblocks as well yes thank you yeah the funny thing is a lot of people for at least my map at least they've been playing it like it's an official map i have people constantly saying oh let's get in a lobby let's play Kaloon together like i hope other people can make stuff like that where mm-hmm. you can have longevity and replayability that's what i really emphasized in map training process you want to have something that has replayability like these people they build these some of these guys build lavish maps but who wants mm-hmm. to replay them if it's you have to go through all this stuff and remember all mm-hmm. these things to do stuff like you, you want replayability and that's what I pushed for in this. And it seems to be working well. I have people playing daily my map and it's just, it's surreal. It really is. That's super cool. Um, John, do we want to get into topic time or do you have some more questions you want to hit before we start shifting into topic time? Before we jump into topic time, I just had one last question I wanted to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious, is there any, like, is there anything that like modding that, having created the mods or i'm sorry like mapping having created the map that like you wish other people who play the maps know hmm so other like like mod- what 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 do, what do the players not realize about map making that you wish they knew i guess i should rephrase it. i wish they would know how much at least my side how much effort and how many like you need to understand there's going to be bugs there's going to be things that can... i'm not things but they need to understand that it's it's not like I'm I'm spending ten minutes and giving this to you. I there's a lot of things that go in the, the behind even like the little area you walked into for shooting zombies. That room would might have taken two weeks to put together. Thinking well, how I want it to lay out, how I want it, how do I want it to play, and everything. But yeah, that's basically what I wish people would know that goes into things like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. we we got a comment saying John just likes it because it looks like die rise. That's why I was laughing. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that as a I'll, I'll take it as a credit that it's a, it's people say it's the better version of Die Rise. Hey, it's Die Rise Two, the future baby. Die Rise Two, yep, going back in time. I'd rather play this than Die Rise. Fuck you. <laughs> I won't lie, me me too. As much as I like Die Rise. Well, jumping into this week's topic time, um, mm-hmm. we have a question from Vegan Lizard King who asks if any of us have seen a uh, Joker yet. Yes. I have not I'm yet. Not. I'm hoping to see it um, this week soon, hopefully. I thought it was excellent. I enjoyed it uh, very much. It's not a. It's a movie. It's one of those movies that I think it has a very interesting message, and it's a good one to consume. It's something I'm not going to wake up every morning and be like, "I'm going to put Joker on today." I I, I probably <laughs> never watch that movie again. But I thought it was fine. I did a really good job not glorifying what all the. Uh, uh, people who are very concerned about the movie would be trying to glorify horrible acts. Uh, to me, in my perspective, it didn't do that whatsoever. Did a really good job of addressing a lot of uh, societal issues without being too overt. Like there, in the in the first couple acts, it's, there's a little bit of, of 
it's right on top of you. But then the last act does a really good job of n- mm-hmm. making you enjoy it. So I'm trying to do that, not too spoiler-less, but it was a well-put-together movie. I'm hoping to, at some point, see it. This Please week. do, and then we'll do uh, our bonus episode on that. Yeah, next Let's... next question comes from Xander Nation. He says, what prerequisites does it take to make a mod or a map, and what tools and languages does it take? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a question for me. It sounds 100%. Like well. Yeah, oh, yeah, some, <laughs> of the, some, of these, like some of these questions are for you. Well, it, de- it depends what Call of Duty you're making this on. If you're going to be making it on Black you can just head on to the Steam market and grab the tools. And Black Ops 1, you can also, but you have to get Linker Modder, which is the custom or the fan-made tools, I guess you'd say, for the creation of Black Ops 1 maps. And World at War, you just you have to find them online somewhere. They never actually had... Well, actually, they did have a site that had them up, but I don't actually ha- know what happened to that. But if you want to know scripting languages, it's basically GC, GSC. But... Mm-hmm. Now with, I will say there's, I will say, well, I forgot to add in, there is the creation of Black Ops 2 mod tools coming here soon, and I'll be making one of the first maps for Black Ops 2 also. Oh. And I'm one of the alpha testers for that. Oh. Coming soon. Hopefully Treyarch doesn't take this down, but I have had a map planned out for that for a while, but that will be coming soon. You'll just need to get the tools for that. I'll If you follow me on Twitter, I'll keep people updated with that. Absolutely. Made by a friend of mine. But yeah, there really isn't any prerequisite. I mean, when I first started making maps, I made a box maps, a little square. I mean, I thought it was an achievement to draw a building, but mm-hmm. you don't. You, anyone can hop into this. It just depends how much dedication and effort you want to put into learning. If you really want to sit down and learn, there's great tutorials on YouTube mm-hmm. on the how to do certain things. Blackjack Johnny is a guy he has been around for a while. He made great tool, uh, tutorial videos back in World at War. How to make like terrain patches, curve patches, bevels, all of that. Mm-hmm. I've sat and watched through all his videos, and I'm still learning things to this day. I'm not the best out there. There's a lot of guys who are way above me, but I'm still learning. It's, it's an always learning process that you're going to be going through, mm-hmm. I will say. Mm-hmm. So the next question also is for you. Uh, Dr. Minty says, uh, what's the most annoying feature you come across when making a map or a mod? Most annoying feature? Hmm. I don't know what he means by feature, but... Well, uh, maybe just something something in the mapping process that that gets under your skin. The, actually, the most probably the most tedious thing is actually just making the hardest thing is actually I would say is having the layout. Like it's nothing harder than making. Like how am I gonna lay this out? How am I gonna put this together? And then I will guess what we'll say if you don't have the knowledge of saying scripting or something. How exactly like, you're gonna say? Well, how exactly am I gonna get this in my map? How 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 am I gonna find someone to do this for me? Or who's or am I going to have to take up learning scripting myself? Which I'm not the personally the best scripter, but for mapping wise, I would say the most annoying f- feature would probably be doing like I personally don't like terrain work. It's a lot. It's pretty tedious and just frustrating in general. But I will say layout layouting or block outing. I would say blocking the map out would probably be the hardest part, unless you have something to based off like I did. Fortunately. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense too, and it's interesting you bring that up because I feel like so many people who give feedback onto these maps will be like, "Well, why don't you just do this and put this system in place, or these hallways here, or why couldn't you have done this?" But you made a really interesting argument there that if I don't have the capability of doing it, then that poses a whole bunch of problems. That kind of gets into Jason and Treyarch's team when we've talked about them about their capabilities of scripting. When you start going down that path and being and 
conceptualizing a map, you then have to take a step back and be like, do we have the time? Do we have the tools and the effort to even make this possible? Yeah, this is the cooler way, but just logistically, we don't have the time, money, effort, resources, or even the capability, maybe in some cases, to bring this awesome feature to life just because we are constrained by what we can code. This isn't a book. We can't just write whatever we want like we can in uh, or like authors can in their worlds. We have to deal with the fact that like, yeah, we all want this, but with the tools we have right now, just it's not possible for us to implement a better way of laying out this map that is that seems right on the head. Seems obvious that would be something really cool for players to enjoy. Yeah, especially them. They they are constructing something on their game. Like they I mean they have the studio, they have all the people. They got mm-hmm. they do have the money and stuff, but they have to question oh how how they have to push it on the PlayStation Xbox. I was working it on PC. That's I'm building true. on something. I'm building on something they already created. They have to create from scratch and somehow script it in or add it in like some like we have custom features and stuff like the note for example the Nova Gap for me but that was that was interesting to add in but the Nova Gap fortunately is just based off the my script to rescripted it based off the wave gun script so it works just like the wave gun so mm-hmm. some things that Treyarch already made I was able to, were able to use like the death animations that was used from the campaign mission when mm-hmm. you start out and you shoot those canisters so I fortunately some things had what they already created I right. could use to my my advantage where they have to start from scratch they have to pay the animator they have to pay the scripter they have to pay the you whatever the ui designer or anything i can use whatever they had so it makes perfect sense man and and that just reinforces yeah. how difficult it must be to go to the well 40 plus times when you start talking about all the zombie maps ever released where they got to reinvent the wheel here when it's just like how many times have we already done this how can we do we even have that power and effort left when we only have four months to completely redesign something from the ground up that's got to be one of the hardest things to do i i imagine i'm guessing here uh in the gaming industry is when you finally work so hard to create access assets that you have to keep just like all right start from scratch almost like a comedy at one hour bit you know how comedians would like to say like every year george carlin was famous for this he'd take an hour of stand-up and he'd throw it all away some would work on their act for years and years and never change it but he was a guy that almost every year routinely would change what he was talking about and that made him an absolute legend that seems extremely difficult in the gaming industry based on all the remakes remasters and reallocation of assets we see throughout the gaming industry yeah, they have they have the hardest part of making something original. That was something too. I was like, I want to make something. Well, at least from my Easter egg standpoint, let's say I wanted mm-hmm. something that's going to be different. And I said, here's like, wait, Treyarch already does something, right? But like, and I and I think think through their eyes, like, oh, they have to each map installment. Oh, I want to make something original. But like, look at Tog's the Totten's ending, where people are complaining. Oh, we've seen was already an Easter egg and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like you got to get you got to you got people need to understand. They get to a point where they're hitting a peak. Where how can we make something original, different from these other other Easter eggs? Yeah. Especially when each of the steps in the Easter eggs have anywhere from like 8 to 16, maybe even 20 steps, depending on what you consider a step is. It's like, yeah, yeah. I, we, we've done this now hundreds of times of hundreds of different unique steps. How do we create something original at this point? Like when people complained about the soul chest, it's like, oh, it's another soul chest quest. It's just like... I mean, what's yeah, what's left? Exactly. It's a, they did a per a permutation on a soul chest quest, and it's like, 
you really gonna fault him on that? Exactly. All right, All right go ahead, John. Sorry. Next one. Uh, Kingdom Hop says, "What do you think of the new Dead of the Night jump scare that's been found? It's really unique because he uses a 3D model instead of a 2D image. It's trippy. Yeah, it's cool. It's it was really effect. cool. I'm glad they figured it out." I, was it the killing of the Nosferatu red version in front of it? Or was there more to it? Because I, I remember that was the initial trigger. They thought they killed it with Alistair's Foley right outside it. And that caused it to trigger when they were staring at it. I thought it was cool. I'm not sure, ex- I'm not sure exactly what the trigger was. I was watching Greg FPS's video, but I was watching it without sound. So he was just shooting the Alistair Foley at the painting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it happened. But I'm not sure if there was okay. a trigger. Then it might just be that. I like I the implementation of 3D model for a jump scare. I think that's pretty cool, opposed to just a 2D material, like a lot of scares. I really think on their part. Completely agree. Well, most of them are just flashing an image on the screen. Yeah, just a fl- two, like they put a timer of the, t- like, of the material, basically. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. I, I originally wanted to put a jump scare in my map, but I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> well, at least it wasn't last-gen Richtofen. That's yeah, what... no last-gen oh. Richtofen, yep. That, uh, that, that, that definitely gutted my spirits pretty quickly unclassified. <laughs> <laughs> all right, last one. Captain Murphy says, uh, question for, for you, Andy. Uh, Moon was originally meant to be Paris, but they changed the assets last minute, and it became Moon. Would you have any interest in making a Paris map for BO3 using the same layout as Moon so we mm. can finally have this lost slash abandoned map? For BO3, hmm. Well, I, I oh, will... BO1. BO1. Yeah. BO3, BO1. Someday Cullen will go on... Someday Cullen will go on BO3 and mm. I'll put it over there. But for BO1, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually do have assets from the, from the original layout of Moon. I have textures that said quarantine. I can show you guys sometimes where it was from the cut map. But, I mean, if you want to play Par- or a Paris map, you can play Parish. That's already been created mm. by Hitman Veer and them. Mm. But maybe someday it actually be interesting to take my own BO1 take. I know theirs was very custom where they had a big boss fight against the Origin robot and all that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I... I'd be down to making something more to where it was supposed to be a Black Ops 1 implementation of something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. I mean, yeah. That, that'll uh, that'll wrap it up for uh, topic time. Thanks cool. to everybody who uh, dropped in. Yeah, let me hit on the donor donations today. Uh, as I load that up, um, Stan asked about uh, how do you enable double PAP? Is that a joke? That one seemed innocent enough. Is that is that a thing or is that a secret you've kept close to your your chest? Is that an unsolved Easter egg? Wait, was it how do I enable double path? Double path on Calvin. That's a joke in my that's a okay. joke in my community. Good yep. joke. That's a good one. All right. Good job, Gabriel. <laughs> yep. Uh Chroma became a member, so thank you. Mr. Drown sent his donation. Says stay cool, stay safe, and have a good day, gentlemen. Thank you so much, Mr. Drown. Uh, David Kirk donated and says, seeing this map is making me tempted to get this on PC. Such a shame about the voice acting. Any movement on a zombies mod? On a Zombros mod? Any movement on the Zombros mod? No, definitely not. Uh, there has not been any movement. Someday. John was really excited about that, and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to. <laughs> Zombros mod. Yeah, he wanted to make a Zombros map. I wanted to make a Zombros map that was like designed by the... Uh by like the people who watch this show but i just never got around to rolling that ball yeah we can get we can get that going we i mean it could be super simple like it could be something that is uh more a meme joke than a four-year method yeah a box map would would definitely be much better than uh, something (laughs) of kowloon's caliber (laughs) 
No. We're doing uh, Kowloon 2. Nope. <laughs> no, we're not. Oh, you know what would actually be funny is if we just took the Kowloon map and we just retextured everything with the dumbass Zombros like logo and it yeah, just covered everything. On. It just covered everything and nothing's changed that except could... the textures are just refilled with the Zombros logo and this shameless, shitty rendition of a Zombros map. <laughs> I actually could be done with them like about a minute. Sick. All I got to do is control I all the map and just click one texture and the whole map would be. Oh my that. god, that's so cheese. Oh my god. If you want to do that, we could. Oh. I'll give you the map. Oh my god. I, I, I don't want to do a disservice to the Kowloon map. All right. I feel like it will go down in value if there's this other knockoff Zombros map. You got the Zombros version. And then we sell the Zombros version to you. You got to pay $50. <laughs> you can gain access through our Patreon as we chill out a shitty inferior version oh god all right uh stan thanks for the donation uh clamet thanks for the donation i literally bought a bo1 pc just for playing kowloon lmao that's awesome and i that's believe good. that catches up everybody for the donations this week so thank you all for your kind donations and supporting the show yeah thank you so that is going to wrap us up. Um, make sure you check us out on Spy Spotify and iTunes. I want to thank Andy for coming on the show and telling us all about his wonderful map. This was a awesome conversation. I think a lot of viewers will appreciate the deep dive look into what it takes to build a map, some of the stuff behind the scenes, some of the barriers and obstacles you need to be able to overcome. Not necessarily the exact same ones as you, but there's always no. going to be barriers and obstacles to creating a map and how perseverance, even if you're not the best coder in the world, can produce a product that's absolutely fabulous and that people can really enjoy inside our community. So I think this was a terrific podcast. So thank you so much for coming on, Andy. Yes, thank you. Yeah, thanks for taking the time to join us. Yes. And until uh, we see you next Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm Ross27. That's J25. Be safe till we see you next on the next episode of Zombros. Bye now. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Zombros. Make sure to download the podcast on iTunes and support the show on Patreon if you haven't already. If you have the time, be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going. Links will be in the description. We'll see you in the next episode.